Welcome to No Office, a podcast about work, technology, and life from a remote company perspective. In Nosby, we believe that work is not a place to go. It is a thing that you do. That is why since 2007, we run our company 100% remotely. In Nosby, there is No Office. The No Office podcast is sponsored by Nosby Teams, a to-do app that helps model teams do great things. Go to Nosby.com to learn more. Don't cram 20 people on Zoom. Fluorescent lighted office all day long. You know, you probably are going to work from home. Hello and welcome to No Office, No Studio, a podcast about work, technology, and life from a remote company perspective. My name is Stefan Sobolewski, and as always, I'm joined by CEO of our remote company and my good friend, Michael Stavinsky. Michael, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm excited because, uh, you know, um, we are going to see each other in just a few days. Yes, yes, we are going for Nosby reunion next week, and I cannot wait to see you and the whole team to hang out. And we will also be do some volunteer work for helping Ukrainians in, in the city of Lublin. Yes, we'll be in the beautiful city of Lublin. 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 Yeah, let's, um, uh, let's call it in Polish it, way. In Polish, Lublin. Yeah, uh, it makes more sense. It so, sounds stay, strange, uh, Lublin. <laughs> yeah, so we will be in the city of Lublin, uh, and uh, which is 82 kilometers from the Ukrainian border. So very, very close to the Ukrainian border. That's why I suppose there will be lots of uh, refugees coming in, um, and um, they are already there. Like uh, to this day, um, there are more than two million people who came from Ukraine to Poland already because of this war. So uh, the thing is, the whole purpose of Nosby reunion is to hang out together. It's not to work much. It's not to um, you know work a lot and discuss lots of things. It's, it's it is a team building exercise to just be together. That's that's the main purpose of the reunion. We are not planning any special, I don't know, things to, to really do because we are so good at doing things remotely and doing things in an office way that we don't really need that. We need to hang out as people to just build a better team. So hanging out by helping others... I think it's great. I think this is good because then we, you know, we see each other in action and we help each other. We and we see that there is there is something we can do with our hands, with our minds, with our, you know, with our being. Yes, and many, many people in our team uh, yeah, asked to organize something like this, so 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 they can help, and then we can also learn how this uh, because we will go to the bigger volunteer center, yeah. some storehouse for for the staff collected for for refugees. So I think we will learn some some skills there also. So that would be nice. Will be yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it will be nice. Uh, and I th- so that's that's why I I think you know we were when when the war start, started we were thinking or should we continue with the reunion with the reunion in the same the same place like what should we do? But um, you know as long as still hopefully there is no immediate threat of an attack from Russia, um, that we are still safe in Poland. But Ukrainians are not safe in Ukraine, so we have to help them as much as we can. That's why if we can get involved. Um, because you know we are already involved we we already mentioned in the previous episodes like how we are helping ukraine what we haven't mentioned is that we also blocked russians from using nosby um and so so we did all that and now uh, let's just get our hands dirty and help others can't wait and uh, today we wanted to talk about hybrid work because no office as an idea is not only about working from home but working from many different places the places that each employee can choose by themselves. Yeah, that's the whole gist of my book, No Office. Um, and we'll talk about my book, actually, and the schedule of launch of my book uh, later in this episode. Uh, but the whole idea of, of No Office lifestyle, as I call it, is that office is a tool. You might have it, you might not have it. You don't have to be as extreme as we are that we don't, we don't have any office. You can have an office or offices, but use them as a tool for for specific purposes but not as something you know that you have to go to like work is not a place to go it's a thing you do that's why um i think the future will be hybrid the future will be hybrid in that sense that people will sometimes work from the office and sometimes they will not it just depends on how they will you know feel in the moment how they will see it and um that's why i think this is the future yeah i think even that it's it's a present 
Already. I have many friends that used to work like in the office, going to the office, doing some IT work. And now they they work like, for example, four days from home and one day in a week they go to the office. I see that also in, in my uh, like envi- uh, close environment of people who used to go to the office all the time. You know, um, because of the two years of the pandemic, I think people felt the freedom and felt finally what we've been saying all these years that it is possible to work from home. Like, you know, Rafa, you, you remember before 2019, everybody would be like, before 2020 actually, so yeah. still in 2019, <laughs> people would still still tell us, uh, no, 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 working from home is impossible. It wouldn't work in our case. And now people have felt the freedom. They have felt that sometimes when they stay at home, they are very productive because there are no disruptions, no unnecessary meetings. They can just get stuff done, write so many things, work on these concepts. People see that this flexibility. But I would argue that one of the main prerequisites of hybrid to work is to let people decide is to not force them like Apple. You have to be on this day in the office and this day you may maybe not. You have to be able to have the agency to choose. I'm going to office on Monday, but I'm not going to office on Tuesday. Like you should decide based on, you know, what you think, uh, how you see your work, how you see your team. Like you should be able to decide. Yes, exactly. And with this approach, uh, I think before 2020, office was a tool for the management, for the company management yeah to gather all the employees yeah exactly now with this uh, hybrid approach for the companies who who embraced it the office became a tool for your employees so they can choose to work from the office if they need to if they for example don't have a spare room in in the home in home to to create a home office environment that well they could do a focus work or for some reason they prefer to work from office Uh, as i said they can choose to go to the office for only one or two days per week which is actually i think it's it's a perfect solution because it gives you some always a small change of of the daily routine is always stimulating your your creativity yeah the first thing as we agreed you have to let people decide when they use the tool of an office when they use it, how they use it. And again, they should be able to choose it based on all these circumstances, you know, how the team is working, how is the progress on projects, like everything like this. So this is the one thing. Uh, Second, because it's a flexible place, suddenly people can, for example, come to the office a little bit later. For example, they can do some work in the morning at home and then go when there is no more traffic jams. Like, you know, like just think about it. Normally, everybody goes around 7 or 8 a.m., right? So then there are all the traffic jams. But uh, I see that uh, with lots of my friends, that they just come to the office later because they know that they can do do some, you know, morning catch-up, email, whatever, like stuff, in, in, you know, with their own coffee in the morning. And then they go to the office around 11. There is nobody on the streets, like they just drive instead of uh, being stuck in a, one hour in a traffic jam. They, it takes them 20 minutes, for example. And then they're there and then they get stuff done in the office. And then they also, they choose the time when they come back. I think it's brilliant. That's the, that's the way to go. This, this hybrid work or working from home, really, you, you can save many, many, many hours per year by not commuting with a car during uh, during rush hours yeah and i i really one thing i miss from going to the office is like morning commute by but not in a car but riding a bike <laughs> <laughs> so now now when uh, when we finally uh, like pandemic is uh, it's not over yet but uh, but currently we are in the good moment mm-hmm. i started to having my fridays away from from my home office it's brilliant yeah go to some coffee place or to to local community uh, center uh, or just grab my my macbook and ipad and just ride a bike for some time and yeah work from from some 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 places yeah i mean that's 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 what it should be all about so the this kind of freedom to work like this so that's the prerequisite of hybrid but to do hybrid well it does require some involvement from the management uh, because things have to be organized differently. For once, meetings. 
let's talk about meetings. So first of all, if you go to nosby.com slash meetings, you will understand why you don't have to have so many meetings, how we do meetings, and that meetings are, you know, um, optional, regular, and well-prepared. And you will, you know, learn more about that there. But the idea about meetings is that because we are in a hybrid world, meeting, meetings have to be virtual, all of them, even if most of the people are in the office. And th because, I mean, this was, uh, according to my friends who changed the lifestyle um, from going to office all the time, they said that this made a whole huge difference because uh, before um, the pandemic, um, some of them did have some flexibility to work from home, but because every day they would have a meeting, they would barely go home because they, they stay home because they would know, oh man, I have a meeting, so I, I better go. You know, I have a meeting again, I better go. But now that meetings are virtual first, nobody's in, in disadvantage. Like, you know, some people who are in the office, great, but some people who are not in the office, all of them meet virtually. So the meeting is happening virtually. And this way, nobody is left out and everybody's like tr treated on the same footing. It's not like the you know, we in the office and the other guys. Yes, exactly. And you don't feel left out. I remember I remember such situations uh, in my previous job. It was like back in 10 years ago. Many years ago, man. <laughs> Even, yeah. <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah, I had the possibility to, to work from home for one day a, 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 in a week if I asked my boss. <laughs> Politely. But, but still, if, if, if I'm not at the meeting uh, or I cannot... Yeah, the people were used to make decisions based on face-to-face -face meetings yeah. yeah in the coffee etc et and now with this hybrid approach yeah the company must be set up the way that everyone can work from home yeah and the communication is asynchronous and if meetings are required meetings are all virtual and that way that way it works it really it really works look at our reunion because there is always this uh this pressure pressure from People who want to keep the things how they were, like yeah, every, everyone should be in the office to build the company's culture. Yes, but company's culture is built not by hanging out uh, in the kitchen, <laughs> in the office with coffee, but by doing a great work together. Yes, and that's why our nurse reunions are so great because we are building company culture every every day by working asynchronously and then we can we can meet and hang out and we really love to spend time together we are not tired of each other <laughs> exactly and when you think about it it's another myth that has been broken because again people would look at us uh, pre-pandemic and say yeah virtual meetings are okay but it's not the same as we when we can be in the same room the chemistry is there you know the vibrations and everything this is just this makes the meeting so much different now the same people who have virtual meetings are saying no virtual meetings are pretty good they're pretty great i feel very well connected with my team it's something we've been saying all the time like on our design fight meeting or on our director's meeting when we have coffee together, we have a good meeting. We laugh, we shout, we quarrel, we fight, we yeah. do everything. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very serious meeting. Okay, we cannot punch each other because we're not in the same place, but you know, punching somebody is not really good anyway. So don't try this at work. Uh, so <laughs> really, yeah, but we cannot high five. We cannot high five. Yeah, that's the that's the major drawback. But apart from that, apart from not being able to high five, everything works. The meetings are real. Uh, the meetings are exhausting. <laughs> so uh, they are real. This is true. So again, I'm happy that this other myth is being debunked by just explaining to, uh, by just experiencing it themselves. Like by seeing a virtual first meeting is fine. We feel we are in there together. And then when you have the office, when, you, when some of you from, the, from this meeting are in the office anyway, then after the meeting, go have a coffee and hang out, you know? Don't spend the time on the meeting together, but just, you know, do the virtual meeting and then go get a coffee. This way you socialize, you, you create this culture, you create this bond. That's true. Um, but to be fair, I think a virtual meeting, at least for me, are more exhausting than face-to-face -face meeting. But that, that is why you, you should you should optimize for asynchronous communication and do meetings only only uh, if they are really needed. But why are they more exhausting for you? Do you know? Can you pinpoint? No, it, and I think it requires more focus, mm. more active focus for to 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 really be focused on the conversation and not be distracted by the other other things on the screen. Okay, 
That's true because if we have like physical meeting, like in the we are in the same same room, like it's obvious that we don't have uh, uh, laptops opened and we 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 only have have notes, some notes, yeah. And, and th that's one of the reasons why when we have a, a meeting, I prefer to put Zoom in full screen mode or half screen mode Zoom and then the other half screen the notes for this meeting. Yes. And nothing else. So this way the rest of the stuff from the uh, you know from the screen is gone. So so I don't see uh, there are, you know I don't I'm not tempted by other distractions by other notifications by other things. For example, uh, yesterday we had the quality support meeting. This is the meeting where we review support tickets and see what we can improve and you know what are the common requests now and all that stuff. And for that meeting, for example, I have a shortcut on my iPad, and I have it on my iPad, actually, the meeting, because I enjoy it like this. So I have a shortcut that it shows me Zoom and Dropbox Paper, where we have the notes for the meeting, uh, in, in split screen. In split view. So this way, uh, on Zoom, I can see the people, and then I have, on the, on the other side, I have the, the notes. Uh, and this way, uh, I can just go through the notes with the team and just, you know, see people uh, with camera. Um, and and uh, I'm not distracted that much. And actually, to make the meet the meeting kind of more casual, I just take my iPad and sit on the couch, so that it's just you know it's more comfortable, it's more like relaxed. So there are ways to make to making you know virtual meetings a little bit less, less stressful. Yeah, I, I I need to try this to take take my MacBook or iPad to the couch or to my comfy chair and have a meeting there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You know, I, I think it's, it's you know, I, I like it like this. I, I actually started enjoying uh, having, for example, QS meeting like this. Uh, uh, very, uh, very comfortable. So this is, you know, this is the, the you know, another prerequisite to hybrid. And now I would also like to talk about, uh, you know, the actual gadgets. So the actual, you know, computers and stuff that should be enabled by the company to go for the employees to be fully hybrid. And um, we will be talking about this because we our actually setups have changed. My setup has changed. Your has improved. Yep. Um, but mine has changed almost completely. So we'll talk, it, uh, we'll talk about it uh, right after the, the, the break. But first, before the break, I want to just point it out. So, and th this is one of the companies I, I know. It's a big company. And this company did it already before the pandemic, which was a brilliant move. They gave everyone so the, so the, the computer. Everybody had a computer at their desk before the you know before 2019, and then in 2019 they had this whole push to give everyone a laptop. Uh, this way, uh, people could just connect the laptop to their screens in the office, and if they wanted to work remotely from home, you know, once a week maybe uh, before pandemic. Now they're working more, um, so they could just take the laptop with them. So this way they can they have everything set up, and because this company is pretty you know pretty security conscious, they have the VPNs and all that stuff set up. So they wanted to laptops the laptops to be really well set up, so that when they connect to a, you know even external Wi-Fi, they the automatically the, the laptop connects using the VPN, all that stuff, and so that it's all secure and then it's all done in a very secure way. And the company wanted to control it. That's why they gave the laptops and they set up the laptops for the for the team members. Uh, what they didn't do in initially is they didn't give additional screens to the homes of these people. But of course, as pandemic hit, they realized, oh crap, we need the screens. Um, I was actually ahead of the curve because once my, my, um, uh, my wife got a laptop, I bought her a screen right, right away because I thought, you know, she needs a screen uh, for that anyway. But that's what I'm saying, that the, the company should provide a laptop, uh, uh, you know, a, a Company mandated laptop, for example, or the same kind of laptop. Um, we have our preferences. We talk about later, but a good laptop and an external screen, both in the office and uh, at home. And because uh, some screens are not that expensive as Mac Studio Display, which we'll talk about it later, but some screens are screens are usually pretty cheap. I mean, good panels, actually. Good screens are pretty cheap. So it's not really a big expense, but it's a boost of productivity that people can just uh, go to their home, connect the laptop to the, to the screen and to the charger and just work, and then go back to the office, do the very same thing, and just continue working. Also, another pro tip, two chargers. One charger at work, one charger at home. Because traveling with chargers doesn't make any sense. Because one, because you will forget the charger, and then you will be screwed. So um, it's the best way is to have a charger at both at home and at work. Actually, the good good display should have a charger built in via USB C for a laptop. Yeah, 
that that would be the best uh, but of course we we know that uh, the la- reality in many companies they just buy the cheapest one and <laughs> yeah i mean they do all these things like they have this offer from a it company about you know for like i don't know 100 laptops right so they go with the you know cheaper option because it's 100 laptops so you know when you can save 100 euros on a 100 laptop 100 laptops it's you know 10,000 euros so it is um of savings but um i would argue that <laughs> the laptops should be good because i've seen really crappy laptops being given to people and it's not good because then the mm, then they're not compatible with the screens or they're doing something you know it's oh or you have a 4k screen and you want to connect the laptop and it's only 30 hertz instead exactly. of 60 fps so you are hurting your eyes while working <laughs> yes so the, all these things um just to you know i think the company should step up here to just make sure that people have the same setup and the good thing is that then they can change the setup in the office because they don't need as many um, spaces to work for people because usually not everyone will be at work. So they can actually save some money on the setups and do more like kind of hot desking environment where people just you know choose a desk, which is, you know, get a desk which is available, connect their laptop and it just works and that's it. I mean, I see uh, when I was, uh, you know, r- reading about... Um, uh, you know, many businesses. I was reading, for example, about uh, um, Ryanair Airlines. Ryanair Airlines is my favorite airline because, um, well, it connects it connects my two favorite cities. So, uh, and I have to choose them. Um, but Ryanair is the cheap airline of Europe. It's the biggest airline in Europe, but also is the you know low fares airlines. And one of the ways how they get low fares is because they have the same planes. They don't have a fleet of different planes. All of them are Boeing seven three seven eight hundred. All of them. Now they have they have they are upgrading to a newer model, so newer version of it, but it's still the same plane. So for everyone, for the flight attendants, for the pilots, it's the same plane every time. They don't have to learn new things. They don't they don't have to go through a different checklist in each plane. It's all the same. The parts are the same. If you need to upgrade parts or you know get some more parts to I don't know um, for maintenance, it's all the same. And I think this is the key for for the companies that companies should you know decide one year you know we're gonna buy these laptops and these screens and then there is no like you know I don't have the cable I don't have that it's all the same so people can just connect and it's, it's uniform you know some people don't like uniformity I understand that but here it's for productivity for just making it just easier for the whole company to work that's uh, that's very good approach all right so shall we take a break. Right now? And yeah. Right, so uh, now Office Podcast is sponsored by Nosby. The fastest way to done. A task-based async communication app for personal, family and business use. Let's hear what our customers say about Nosby. We tried uh, different project management tools um, for the first couple of years when I was with uh, the organization I currently am, CCMA. And then we realized that we just need really one place where we can communicate, where we can share projects, where we can think in written form, where we can give each other feedback. So we, we tested a couple different things and eventually we settled with Nosby Teams. And um, it's been really fun to see the software mature and just get better and better. The data security, I, I know the company is, is totally committed to improving the product. For us, it's simple. We have some members of our team who are very tech savvy and some who aren't as tech savvy. So to find one tool that actually is usable for all those is not easy. Um, We did dabble in a couple of, of, of competitors and they were just too much. You know, Mm -hmm. too complicated, too many features. What our team needed was something simple, reliable, trustworthy, something that was fun and and attractive and and enjoyable to use. And so Nosme Teams has really fit for us. It's fit, it's met that sweet spot. It's reasonable. We're a nonprofit, and so the price is right. It's easy to add members. I just added somebody yesterday. It was no big deal. You know, I think I went to the five-person plan to six. It was not a big deal, you know? So that's nice because it's flexible for us. It just gives us a place to park everything, and um, and it works for us. So we don't want to be emailing within our team. Uh, we're not perfect at that, but we want to cut down on, on that. We want to cut down on interruptions during the day. And so I'll try anything that will help accomplish those two things. So for us, Nosby Teams really fits that, that need that we have as a small team. 
And we're back, and that's the time we will geek out. Yes. Because there was an Apple event, our favorite company uh, event. They announced some stuff. I'm not buying anything from these announcements, but I'm still excited about them. <laughs> so yes. So maybe uh, let's talk about it for for five, ten minutes, and then we can jump to our uh, what we have recently changed in our setups and how it connects with all this hybrid work approach. Exactly, because really today, today our setups, our home office setups, will be very connected to the to the subject of hybrid work. So stay stay with us with that. Yes, and also to the subject uh, kind of uh, about uh, new stuff that Apple showed showed us because you were hoping for the new iMac, uh, the new big iMac, but. I think it's yes. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I've been using, as you know, um, in my home office, a 27-inch 5K iMac for the last hmm, seven years. So uh, the same iMac. Like, like, really, I haven't changed a computer, my main home office computer, in seven years. Because for me, the 27-inch iMac is kind of additional computer to my iPad, because iPad is my main work device, and I just liked the 27-inch screen, uh, Retina 27-inch screen, where I could just put things. It's a very good reference point, and it's a good you know thing to have. So, yeah, this was my... I, I was hoping that after the 24-inch iMac was launched last year, they would just upgrade to 27-inch, also with new design, also with you know the M1 processor, M1, I don't know, Max, Pro, Ultra, whatever. In the end... They killed the 27-inch iMac. There is no 27-inch iMac. They launched a 27-inch screen. So you can get a 5K 27-inch display, which is great. But also, uh, you, if you want to have a computer for the office, you would just need to buy the Mac Studio, the, the new Mac Studio. with Because it's a Mac for your studio, not for the office. <laughs> Exactly, it's a Mac for a studio. And because I don't have a studio, I have an office, it doesn't fit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah so, so they launched the 27-inch the, the um, uh, display with a, a Mac Studio display and then Mac Studio, the computer with the super ultra fantastic, very fast processor. It, actually, the studio display is what many, many users were asking Apple for years and they are very happy right now because it's... It's what uh, what they wanted the the same the same screen which iMac had and uh, but just 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 the display that you can connect to to your Mac Mini to Mac Studio or to MacBook. Yeah, I'm still you know kind of sad that my 27 inch iMac is going away, and the one that I have has very good display. It has some image retention issues, but apart from that, it's pretty good display. But I cannot use it as a display. It's it. it it's it's impossible to 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 change it to a just display. So I will have to sell it with the display, <laughs> and um, yeah, that's that's. So I think I think like, people are skeptical. You know, some people just like me initially were sad, but I think in the grand scheme of things, they did right. I mean, if you need an all in one, get the twenty four inch. It's it's big enough. It's beautiful, beautiful. So if you need it for reception, for like for all these other things that you really need a a nice fancy all-in-one, get a 24-inch. It's great. And it has an M1 processor. It's very, plenty fast. It's it's a great computer. So, And it is colorful, really. So many colors. So it's a good thing. But for professional use, it's actually better and more modular to have the computer and the screens. And of course, Apple... You know, was supposed to launch a screen many years ago because, like, they have you know, just like you have the the fourteen inch or the sixteen inch MacBook Pros, which were asking for an additional screen, and people had to figure out screen situation just like you did, um, because there was no uh, no option from Apple. Yes, that's true. And now uh, with uh, with this change, iMac finally is the computer that it was launched originally in in nineties or in two thousand. No, the, the the first iMac in the nineties. Yes, in the nineties. Yeah. And it was the consumer line yes. computer, yeah. And with with years, it became like consumer plus professional. So uh, we, prosumer, prosumer, and yeah, and we even had iMac Pro, which was kind of the the same four factor, but some some better cooling, etc. And now they don't compromise uh, on this anymore. They just gave what really these people like that has studios <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, really want because. Uh, this I think this modular modular approach is is much better and you can have a nice display and update a 
computer to this display for after after a couple of years. Exactly. So, um, Rafa, my question to you, because you got you, you know you got the the, the MacBook Pro um, when the MacBook Pros uh, launched, and you needed a display for that. You figured out a solution, um, as as we discussed in the previous episodes. So, aren't you tempted to get the Mac Studio display? Not at all. Why not? Not at all, Michael. Because, like, I was afraid that I, uh, if I decide to buy some display before Apple announced their own display dedicated to to those MacBooks, I will be sad. But after the conference, after having my new display. Uh, right here for half the price of studio display i'm really glad because yeah 5k is really nice for 27 inch display but you really don't need it like okay there will be some group of people who really need this uh, pixel density but i have my display like i don't know 60 centimeters away from my from my eyes so you don't need pixel density to be so high at iPhone or iPad level. Yeah. The font, the image is really sharp with 4K at 27 or even 32 inch, which, which option I finally chosen because now I have 4K Philips Momentum 32 inch display. Which is I will uh, I will add a podcast chapter so you can see it. Yeah, and. It is it is really nice, uh, really really big. I I have plenty of space to put even like six apps side by side. I still have some place to grab files from the desktop, and the image is really sharp. I don't see any pixels. My eyes are fine, and I'm I'm really glad I I bought this because I wanted to have one one display that I can connect to my MacBook, but also to my PlayStation. For fun, for 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 gaming, and this screen supports uh, high refresh rate. Yes, 120 hertz uh, via HDMI 2.1, and I have it connected via HDMI 2.5 2.1 uh, with PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. But also, it supports 120 hertz 4K via USB-C. Perfect to my MacBook. But what I've learned by using it, it's when you have the display that far away from your eyes, you read. Really don't notice the difference that much uh, between 60 hertz and 128. So, okay. yeah, because wh- when I have 128 hertz via USB-C to my MacBook, the USB-A hub that is built into this display, I have four USB-A ports, mm-hmm. and I'm using all of them, are USB 2.0 if I choose 128 hertz. Oh, yeah. If I switch to 4K 60 hertz, now that they are USB 3.0, and I need 3.0 bandwidth to connect this camera, uh, so it doesn't have a lag, and to connect my Ethernet. Okay. Uh, because with USB 2.0, it limits it to 300 megabits per second, and I have one gigabit wow. <laughs> bandwidth. So yeah, and it has ambiglow lights, as you can see in the picture. <laughs> Yeah. So it looks really nice. And yeah, and I love it. I mean, the display comes with these lights? Yes. It has it ah, built in. Cool. Yeah, it's Philips. Like, I, I have a Philips, a Philips uh, you know, TV screen uh, with Ambilight, and it's glorious. It's perfect for watching, uh, you know, for watching Netflix and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. So even the monitors have the Ambilight. Nice. Yeah, like gaming monitors are the are the growing markets right now because it is a gaming monitor right yeah it is it is dedicated for gaming it is because mm-hmm. it had not even like xbox certified something sticker <laughs> etc <cetera>. okay <laughs> so yeah yeah and gaming and, and, and it has a hdr uh, so mm-hmm. the the screen is really bright but I use it only for gaming because for office work, uh, it, it would burn my eyes if I use it for office work. <laughs> yeah, I really like it. I, I've set it for, for scaled mode. So I have screen real estate is uh, 3008 pixels per uh, 1692. It's uh, exactly the, the screen real estate is exactly the same as on 6K Apple XDR display. Wow. So yeah. I, and I love it. And uh, recently we discovered this rectangle app that is open source app to manage Windows. So with yeah. the keyboard shortcuts, you can put the windows into upper left corner, in the center, etc., etc. There are many options and it, yeah, it works great. Plus, which is really nice uh, to talking about windows and resizing them, Nosby app, the Nosby web app and beta Mac app is responsive right now. Yes. So you can really have a small, narrow window of your 
on, on one task or on, on your own priority list for your focus work. And that's, that's really nice when you, when you want to have many windows in, in the screen. And that's, that's how it looks like right now. And I think that's, that's the way to go because it, it is half of the, this monitor costs half the price of studio display. So actually with the price of studio display, you, I, I could buy two of them, one for, home office as and second in to other office if i had one yeah it's it's especially for your like usage when you want to use this screen for both you know work and play because you want to connect you know the playstation and stuff so with mac studio display this wouldn't be possible you wouldn't be able to do it like this it would be possible i could connect playstation 5 but i wouldn't get 128 hertz yeah and i would need a special cable for it and etc yeah and, and also you would have to actually plug and unplug the cables and stuff right like you, you wouldn't be able to do it yes yes because there's only one input yeah the other exactly three ports are usb-c and they are only for usb hub yeah exactly so actually for use use case this this monitor is, is better than the max Studio display and it's half the price yeah but but to be fair it, it takes when i grab my macbook and uh, put it on the on the plate next to the monitor and connect monitor. It takes like two three seconds to 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 screen to pop up uh, the macOS on on this big display. In Mac Studio display, it, it it's just instant. Ah, that's true. Th- there is no argument that, that 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 the Mac Studio display has some really nice cool Apple features. It it is it is I'm sure designed nicer than your screen because it's all aluminium. It's very very beautiful. Also, um, it has you know it works. Perfectly with uh, with with the you know with the Max, so it's uh, totally. But on the other hand, um, uh, you know, and, and the price is okay-ish. It's not very expensive, but it's also not very cheap. Like it's uh, it's it's still six hundred uh, sixteen hundred um, dollars. So. $1,600. So it's pretty, it's pretty steep for a, for a screen. So I was actually going to order it. And what happened? I placed my order. Oh, you even placed it. Yeah, order. I placed my order. Yes, with my reseller. Uh, but then, um, when my reseller said that I have to pay now to, you know, to, for the thing to order. And I was like, uh, no. So what happened was that I figured out that I have a good 4K 27 inch screen. Uh, um, the one that my wife was using, and I can get her actually a 28-inch 4K display that will be compatible with her crappy Windows laptop that she got from the office, um, <laughs> from her <laughs> office. Um, and for her, it would be the same, and one inch more actually of the screen estate. So for her, it would be the same anyway. And for me, the the the, the display that she had, it's a it's a 4K LG display. Uh, which cost me like five hundred dollars, I think, and it it, it it charges the laptop from USB C, and it doesn't charge her laptop from USB C because her laptop is a Windows laptop, and um, oh. oh yeah, uh, I'm sorry for crapping on Windows to this this much, but there is a difference really. Like um, her laptop is not Retina display, um, like it's you know it's a no. After being in the Mac, like you can, I, I wouldn't be able to work on this thing. I, I, will, I would be. I'm, I'm too posh for that right now anymore. Uh, just kidding. But it's just I'm just used to the Retina screen. And what happened to me is that I actually had an M1 MacBook Air, which I didn't have because I, or, I, I ordered it uh, a year ago um, and I rented it to Raju, my, pod, my the podcast co-host, because he had his old MacBook Pro. And he was waiting for the M1 MacBook Pro. And in the meantime, he wanted to do some work on M1 processors to make sure that, you know, everything that we do at Nosby works with M1. So he uh, borrowed it from me and he didn't want to give it back. And finally, he gave it back when he got the 14-inch MacBook Pro, just like you did. And uh, I visited him in, 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 in his home and I got my MacBook Air back. And when I got the MacBook Air back, I was as everyone else, blown away by the M1 speeds. Like, this computer is just glorious. It's a MacBook Air, so it's the least powerful of the Apple laptops, but it's still, for me, for my use, it's plenty powerful. It's like, I don't need more power. It has no fans, so it's completely quiet, and it just works beautifully, really beautifully. Yeah, you, you got some features of your iPad into the MacBook. <laughs> exactly, and and of course, um, with my old iMac, I couldn't be on the latest Monterey anymore because my yeah. iMac is so old. And here I'm on the latest Monterey, so I'm on the latest Mac OS, which is great because I wanted to be on the on the latest processor, um, on the, sorry, latest operating systems here. So I got the MacBook Air, and then I got the same conundrum, like which screen to get. 
and I want it to be, you know, Apple only setup to get the Mac Studio display. But when I connected my wife's, uh, I decided, you know, I'm going to connect my wife's screen first to see how it works. And I was blown away. It works very well. It charges my uh, MacBook Air. It works very well. It works very fast. It's fantastic. Uh, and the, the, the screen, you know, again, I also upscaled it. Uh, I don't have it in Retina 4K, but I have it upscaled. So basically I get the same screen estate that I had with my iMac anyway. And so, and I don't see the pixels anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, the font is, is very sharp. Exactly, so it's fine. So, so really, in the end, I, th I thought, you know, why... And, and I have a very good webcam. I have the Brio, which I use for normal video conferencing. And here you can see me, of course, in my, um, with my super uh, um, camera, Sony camera. But normally I use uh, Logitech Brio, which is plenty enough webcam. Actually, it's better webcam than the Mac display, uh, than the Maxwell display has, because Logitech is 4K. So I have the, the very good webcam. And the only thing I don't have is very good speakers, because the LG monitor speakers are... Okay-ish, but you have a HomePod Mini. I uh, I don't have the HomePod Mini anymore here in my office, so I might get it again. Uh, I I had to use it for for different purpose, so it's not here anymore. But HomePod Mini can be like a speaker, like for for the for the for the for the Mac, right? I think yeah, it's, it supports AirPlay, so it should be okay. I'll check it out. So anyway, um, apart from that, everything works. So I decided to stick with it. So the only thing to figure out was, and I'm not going to bore you with the whole setup, how to do, how to, like how many hubs, USB hubs I had to figure out because um, the MacBook Air has only two ports. So I had to figure out all these ports and, and hubs and everything. I'm going to write it up at, at some point on, on my blog for all the curious people how to how to figure it, figure out. Yeah, I, I saw that you have a hub connected to a hub. Exactly, I have a hub connected to a hub and, and this way um, I can use all these two ports and have full bandwidth everywhere I need. So for for example, the same what you said, to have full bandwidth here for the for the Sony screen, for the Sony um, camera, yeah. to not to have any lag. And to the Ethernet. And to the Ethernet. I have one gigabit Ethernet thanks to that. So like all these things had to be precisely connected. But the good thing is I figured it out and I have, and it's pretty cheaply though. I didn't need to buy a fancy $200, you know, or $300 Thunderbolt 4 hub or something like this. Actually, pretty cheaply I could figure it out. It works. That's why I can tell you honestly, let's go back to the hybrid work. For me, the best recommendation for people for hybrid mode is get the MacBook Air for your, for your team. The MacBook Air is really great. And unless you're a developer or unless you really need the, the, the power of the M1 Pro or M1 Max, MacBook Air, the M1 processor, is fantastic. It's enough for most of the use cases. So get the MacBook Airs and get them an external screen. And that's it. And you're set. It's, it's, it's fantastic. So um, for me, this would be the recommendation. And if you calculate the price, one MacBook Air is $1,000, um, a good LG 4K is $500. So at one and a half grand, you're, you're actually cheaper than the, than the whole Mac Studio display. So this is my ultimate recommendation for a home office setup. So you are now using MacBook Air and do you use it only on your desk or it happens that you grab it and use it, for example, on your lap instead of your iPad? I still prefer to use my iPad for most of the things. But uh, because I had to do lots of Mac setting up, so I had to, I am I'm still I'm still finishing setting up my Mac because you know I wanted to have everything set up the way I had yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Actually, after like almost three months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, so for that, very often I just take the laptop and just work on the laptop, you know, somewhere at home. And I think this is additional mind change for me because I had the 5K, the the the, the iMac. And it was great, but the problem with a computer like this is first, you have to have a kind of uh, power management thing, so an UPS, to make sure that the, when the electricity dies, and sometimes it does, that the Mac doesn't die instantly, because the normal computers don't have batteries. So the, the, the Mac dies in the same moment. So you have to have the, the, the power thing handled. When you have a laptop, laptop doesn't die. It has batteries. Uh, actually, right now, because I'm using the Sony camera and because uh, I'm using this uh, external display, a small external display, 10-inch display in the teleprompter, I had to unplug my main uh, 4K display. So uh, I'm running off the battery of the MacBook Air and it's running fine. So the, the, the MacBook Air uh, has great battery and the cool thing is that it wouldn't die when you have a problem, power problem. But additional thing, what you just said, 
Sometimes you just want to grab the laptop and work from from a different place. Just you know, sit in the you know by the kitchen counter and just go through things. You know, um, organize your files, whatever. And for that, I mean, you cannot take your iMac with you. <laughs> you know, it's it's basically soldered to your home office. <laughs> but uh, when you have a laptop, it's it's more flexible. I think in the end, I am going to be a convert to just this. You know, laptop plus a screen lifestyle instead of having a big 27 inch computer all in one or whatever and i don't need the ultra power of the of the mac studio uh, computer anyway so i'm not tempted at all uh, and i'm telling you the m1 processor is fine by me it's for my use it's more than enough so there is no need for me to even have the macbook pro i have the macbook air and i'm happy with it so really in the end i really appreciate this new setup and as I mentioned again in the hybrid, you know, hybrid ep- part of the, our episode, this gives you the flexibility that you can have the laptop, which you can use anywhere when you're on a, on, a, on a train, when you're traveling, whatever. But also, you can just hook it up to a big screen in your office or at home in your home office, and you're good to go and you're productive. And with me, for example, I have this uh, the, this um, external keyboard as well. I have my trackpad, external trackpad. I have my um, uh, Logitech mouse. So I have everything here connected, so it works perfectly. I, I'm not using the laptop keyboard when I'm uh, in my home office. It's elevated, as you could, as you could see in the, in the picture that, that Rafael showed you. Um, it's elevated, and it's, this way it's more um, you know, ergonomic. It's, it's higher. It's right below my teleprompter, as you can see on the photo. But it's, you know, it's perfect. Yeah, I'm a convert, Rafael. That's nice, but the question is, do you bring your M1 MacBook Air with you to Nosby Reunion? No. No, no, no. So iPad still remains your main mobile computer. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely my main mobile computer. And as we mentioned, you know, it's not like on the reunion we're going to get so much work done. Like, you know, it's... Yes, uh, exactly. We, we have planned like one or two hours per day of work. Yes, exactly. And my um, iPad is also very versatile. I have all the dongles, for example, to, to put the screen on the projector and all that stuff. So I really don't need the, the, the laptop for that. And um, so, no, I, I'm not planning to, to go with my, with my, with my laptop anywhere. Uh, I travel. I still travel with my beautiful 13-inch iPad Pro, and it's still my main mobile device. I mean, it's it's, it's still my main device, actually. You know, the my laptop uh, uh, in my home office is still my home office computer. You know, it sometimes leaves the home office here and and there, but it's still the kind of my you know local computer. While uh, my my main computer, my main like whenever I get work done, I take the iPad. This hasn't changed. Because, you know, you, Federico Vitecci even uh, admitted that he's changing his setup to hybrid setup between MacBook Pro and iPad uh, Pro. Well, I, I understand it. I saw that also um, other people are doing that, but uh, uh, I don't need that. I, well, I need my, lap, my laptop, my, you know, my Mac here to you know, locally download things, to have local copies here, or local backup, all that stuff. Like, I need that for it. Um, but... Um, I don't need uh, I don't need it for like really getting work done because I really get my work done. Yeah. I have everything set up very well on my iPad. I have my shortcuts. Okay, some of the shortcuts I will migrate to the to the to the Mac, of course. But I have really like I prefer working on the iPad. It's just more joy. I it has a touch screen which I really love. The touch screen is, is really joy, but yeah, I really want to test uh, this new universal control. It's finally uh, they finally shipped it to macOS Monterey 12.3, I guess. And I tested it initially, and yeah, there are some lags with my Bluetooth mouse <laughs> and uh, and keyboards, mm-hmm. but it worked w- well if I had my MacBook Pro disconnected from external display. So mm-hmm. for traveling, it it would be actually a very nice setup, like MacBook Pro plus iPad mini next to it as an addish- additional additional screen that i can run ipad apps there yeah i i haven't to be honest i haven't tried universal control yet so i'm, I'm gonna test it uh, today or tomorrow um more extensively uh, especially that i got i got a very cool stand for my uh, ipad i'm gonna show it in on the camera it's a very cool stand yeah, I, I know yeah uh, uh, we're gonna add it as a as, as a chapter as a chapter mark in the in the podcast it's a it's a very cool stand for the ipad this way i can use the ipad also in a vertical way 
because um, if I uh, it, it works works magnetically, I put it put the iPad and can put it horizontal or vertical. And vertical, I can just type more, and I I can use the same keyboard external keyboard I have. I have Logitech keyboard, and I can just switch the Bluetooth devices. And this way, I can just work on the. You don't have to switch. You can use universal. Or I control. can use universal control exactly. So it's <laughs> yes. it's it, exactly. So it's it's even it's even better. That's why I'm going to test it. I'm going to see how how it works. And by the way, I'm really you know I'm I, I one of the things I'm blown away is this this old Logitech keyboard. This is a Logitech K760, I think. Um, yes, K760, and it's a solar keyboard, so it actually you know charges with the solar, um, with sun, and with light. And this keyboard is no longer available for purchase. And this keyboard is like I don't know, ten years old now. Yeah, I remember I having uh, I had a, this exact keyboard when I was joining Knosby. <laughs> and it's glorious this keyboard. Yeah, I, I I'm so happy that I still have it because it's it has the you know the Bluetooth switches, so I can switch to I can switch to my old iMac still, which because I'm still you know transferring data and all that stuff. So I can switch to my old my iMac, I can switch to my new Mac, and I can switch to the iPad if I want to, or, you know, and then I will use, use universal control. But still, I can switch between devices very easily with this keyboard, and I have never charged it in my life because of the solar thing. It just charges with the solar. So yeah. it's, it's, it's very nice to appreciate some devices that just last a lifetime, they last so many years. Speaking of keyboards, I will have a new keyboard in two months. Again? Yeah, again. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the, the, the previous one, uh, the previous uh, mechanical keyboard I had. Now I use my old Microsoft Scout Ergonomic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, let's leave it for now. We will, <laughs> I will talk it in two months. Okay. That will be a surprise. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think we can wrap up this episode. Guys, thanks for listening. And remember that... What day is tomorrow, Michael? It's Friday. Yes, so make it Mighty Friday. Do your weekly review, plan priorities for next week, and spend the rest of the day off on learning something new, some new skills, or test the tools you are using for uh, to day to day to day work. Explore new features, uh, for example, and have a great weekend. If you enjoyed this episode, please help support this podcast either by sharing it with a friend or leaving us a nice review in Apple Podcast. Or the best thing you can do is to check out our Nosby app. That's it for today. Say goodbye, Michael. And if you go to fridayisfree.com, you will be redirected to our Nosby website where you'll learn all, all about Mighty Fridays, also how to do a good weekly review. So everything is there, and you'll be able to set up your Nosby account from there, just right there as well. <laughs> so fridayisfree.com, go there. <laughs> yes, and uh, next month in Apple after the reunion, we will run a product blog uh, about Mighty Fridays. So we will actually show in our Nosby accounts how we approach Fridays inside the application. All right. So stay tuned. That's it. Goodbye. This episode has not been created in the office because in Nosby there is no office. Your hosts were Michael Stevinsky and Rafał Sobolewski. All the links and show notes you can find on nooffice.fm slash 38. The whole production process of this episode has been coordinated in a project in the Nosby app. Work is not a place to go, it is a thing that you do. Thank you and see you in two weeks. Remember to have a mighty Friday. Thank you.